Chapter Ten of the Ways of Saint Anthony. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Ways of Saint Anthony by Sister M. Josephine. Chapter Ten. Saint Anthony at Every Turn. The room was very quiet. Even the automobiles on the avenue seemed hushed and nothing broke the stillness except the occasional scratching of sister salome's pencil or the scraping of her eraser across her paper she was in a great hurry and she hardly lifted her head as she wrote and wrote this story had to be finished by night for father david was depending on it and she did not want to disappoint him so she looked at sister joachim just long enough to smile when the latter entered the room and then went right on with her task sister joachim sat down quietly and waited all of a sudden sister salome said wasn't virginia kane here today sister joachim sister joachim nodded yes she answered she just got home and came right over to see us wasn't that nice she says they're going to try to get a house and if they succeed, she'll give you a St. Anthony story. Sister Salome laughed. Don't talk to me about St. Anthony stories, she said. I'm swamped now trying to fit all of these together. And she pointed to the pile of paper before her. Well, be sure to put in about the man who employs St. Anthony as an insurance agent. Father David declares he sends his premium regularly and is perfectly confident he'll never have a fire. I fancy he won't either, finished Sister Joachim. If I were St. Anthony, I wouldn't let him, said Sister Salome, and I'd also prosper a man who writes he has taken the wonder worker for a business partner. He gives him 15% of all his earnings. Do you know, Sister Salome, said sister joachim earnestly i am profoundly impressed by all these letters you have the spirit of faith and resignation they manifest is remarkable and confidence why there seems to be no limit to it confidence exclaimed sister salome here's a letter from a young man who had confidence and she picked up an envelope and opened it the writer was a henry bergman a workman who evidently could be very successful if he tried but the pity of it was that he didn't try and drifting with bad companions into drink he dropped his religion and lost his employment so he soon had nothing that missionary priest who was here the other day told me said sister joachim that very few people who leave the church do it because they lose their faith most of them simply drift through carelessness. Well, Mr. Bergman writes that he never lost his faith, answered Sister Salome, and he also says that he seemed to hold fast to his confidence in St. Anthony. Perhaps that is what brought him back. And she went on with the letter. It seemed that the young man's condition finally got so bad he had absolutely nothing. And then he was startled into thinking. 
he made a great resolution to reform of course he needed money so he asked his brother to lend him some the brother of course had little faith in his promises and flatly refused him saint anthony help me murmured the young fellow as he turned away and saint anthony must have helped him for the very next morning the brother came back with twenty-five dollars the amount he had been asked for now said sister salome mr bergman is doing well he has prospects of a good position and he has promised to send the bread fund a dollar each week for a year in thanksgiving did he ask to have the story published asked sister jawcombe as sister salome laid down the letter yes and i myself am beginning to believe in that sort of thanksgiving was the answer and then with a smile sister salome went on if saint anthony ever finds the oil on that texas land we'll have to publish it from the housetops that texas land was a standing joke between the two here's another letter a very different kind it was written by a woman who was sending an offering to the bread fund in thanksgiving for finding a valuable pin the offering she said was a great sacrifice but it would have been a greater one to have lost the pin she had shaken it out of the window when she was cleaning and she did not miss it until the next day when she was dressing to go out she at once besieged saint anthony and on her way down street she stopped at a neighbor's house to ask her prayers also but to her surprise the neighbor greeted her with the assurance that the lost treasure was perfectly safe as her own little grandson had picked it up and it was in her possession that very minute where did that woman live asked sister joachim in philadelphia replied sister salome but here is a letter from st louis one from newark new jersey one from louisville one from beloit wisconsin another from covington oh they come from all over the union a man from jamaica plain massachusetts writes to thank st anthony for protecting him from injury in the explosion of a tank he was working on he says he knows it was st anthony because about twenty minutes before it happened he was saying his rosary and reading the manual in honor of the saint sister Joachim, i could hang my head when i read things like that but here's a letter that sounds like our ethics class problems read it said sister Joachim. let's see how the dear franciscan saint solves such cases a mrs burton writes i bought a dress and paid for it but the same was not satisfactory so it was returned the company refused to return my money they deliberated a whole month during which time i prayed to saint anthony yesterday i received a check from them now what do you think of that asked sister salome i think that saint anthony believes that the greatest of these is charity said sister Joachim. did you hear the tale sister louise told the other day about an experience of hers no answered sister salome with interest our sister louise what was it 
you know sister louise is a convert was the reply she became a catholic when she was about twelve years old at the convent where she was at school at that time not long after she went home her mother came to her and said dude you go into the other room and say a prayer to that saint that finds things i have lost the money your father sent me mrs barrett did not even know st anthony's name but she wanted the money which he had lost it was rolled up and fastened with a rubber band and what she had done with it she hadn't an idea do you suppose sister louise enjoyed a joke as much then as she does now asked sister salome she must have been amused i can just see her i don't know whether she did or not but she said the prayer though the money did not turn up at once and mrs barrett went on searching after a while sister louise asked if she and her sister could get some pieces from the rag bag to make doll clothes and when the permission was given they ransacked it and what do you think there was that roll of money evidently mrs barrett had gathered it up with the scraps off the sewing machine and stuffed it away but she knew the proper thing to do dude she said you go right in and say some prayers to that saint in thanksgiving and sister louise went that's the story i'm going to end with announced sister salome with a little chuckle it is what you might call a homegrown product and i think i ought to patronize it and sister salome bent once more over her paper and began to write end of chapter ten recording by john brandon